This year has been full of change, change around the world, change within the healthcare industry, both from a legal and compliance perspective, and also change for me personally. And at this time of year, I want to wish all of you a great holiday season. Captain Integrity Productions is excited to announce Bob Wade has joined the Tier 1 ranked national law firm of Nelson Mullins. But we are still Stark Integrity. Captain Integrity Production and the law firm of Nelson Mullins presents Stark Integrity, the Stark Law and Compliance Podcast. Stark Integrity explores the world of the Stark Law and healthcare compliance with our nationally recognized Stark Law, Fraud, and Compliance Attorney, Bob Wade. Bob has a national healthcare legal and compliance practice that focuses on the minions of the Anti-Kickback Statute, False Claims Act, and the Stark Law, including fair market value and commercial reasonableness. Although Bob is a law partner in the national law firm of Nelson Mullins, the views expressed in Stark Integrity are Bob's personal views and not the views of the firm, and they are not intended to be legal advice. Now, without further ado, I give you Captain Integrity, Bob Wade. Welcome to Stark Integrity, the Stark Law and Compliance Podcast. My name is Bob Wade, and I am your host. Well, this is the holiday episode, and as typical with the Stark Integrity holiday episode, I have created an original poem after one of our famous poems or Christmas carols. And this year I've chosen Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So the title of this poem for this year is Rudy, the Seasoned Compliance Officer. So at the end of this episode, I will play for you my poem for this holiday season. But what I want to do uh, in this episode is reflect on change. Uh, There's been a lot of change around the world that has happened uh, during this year. One of the biggest changes is kind of the tailing off of the COVID pandemic. We are all going back to our offices, going to conferences, going out to restaurants and shopping. Uh, So a lot has changed since the middle of the pandemic, which is obviously all for the good. Uh, But also there's been a lot of change around the world with increased inflation increased interest rates, which really did impact me in my move that I'll talk about, as well as increase in gas prices, uh, which has also impacted uh, my recent move. And obviously, uh, the, the, the war uh, with Russia and invading Ukraine, and one of the other biggest changes happened in England uh, with the death of Queen Elizabeth. So every year, you we can reflect on a lot of the changes that have occurred. And some of the changes are, are for the good uh, when new technology uh, comes, uh, comes around and changes within our personal families. And that is always a, a, a positive thing when we can reflect on you know, what is good in life itself. You know, f- focusing more on the healthcare industry and healthcare compliance and healthcare legal, one of the greatest changes is attending conferences again. I know that uh, at least this year, I think I've spoke at about ten in-person conferences, and it was great just to see people in the audience. 
Uh, I get a lot of energy from looking at faces in audiences when I speak at conferences. And a lot of times when you do it virtually, you don't get that connection uh, with the attendees because you're looking at the screen, and usually I'm just looking at myself. Uh, but uh, having that in-person attendance and also allows all of us to you know, further connect with each other and collaborate with each other. And so that's obviously a good thing. You know, more specifically, you know, talking about the Stark Law and otherwise, uh, the group practice single profit pool participation became effective at the beginning part of this year, uh, where through the group practice definition, a physician can only participate in one profit pool, which caused a lot of change within some group practices and how they accounted for profit and allocation of expenses uh, for designated health services. The other significant change uh, is the, uh, the shared services, a migration to time-based for shared services within the hospital setting when a non-physician practitioner and a physician sees a patient on the same day. Uh, the change is that now it's going to be time-based and whichever professional spends greater than 50% of time with that patient, that's the provider who should be, uh, the service should be billed under as well as just trying to incorporate all of the changes that occurred in 2021 with respect to the revaluation of WRVUs. So from a legal and compliance perspective, focusing on the healthcare industry, there's been a lot of change that uh, we have had to focus on and to work with uh, in our professional careers. And some of you may have had your know, own professional changes, uh, change to a different position within your organization, or moving to a different organization, uh, taking on greater responsibilities uh, for your compliance or legal function. And all those, uh, you know, stress occurs, but also just uh, the excitement at times by learning something new or to test your skills. Uh, so, again, I don't want to emphasize that change is always bad because change can actually be good in your life. And we have to embrace it and to and work with it. And part of my, my view in life is that we are constantly in three different types of phases of life. Either uh, we are experiencing great change presently, we're coming out of a change, or we are being prepared for the next change that is going to happen. And so in each of those walks uh, of life, we gain skills because when things happen to us or we're preparing for things, uh, we grow, we mature, uh, we also uh, collaborate with other people. And one of the things that I've been really focusing on is really leaning on people and not having to be somebody who's doing it all myself because uh, we're not placed on this planet to be solo creatures. So as I reflect on the Thanksgiving and Christmas holiday season, I really want to be focused on the change that has occurred in my life, but also to have gratitude for the growing experiences that have occurred, uh, because each of those changes have sharpened me, have matured me, uh, has given me greater insight and knowledge, and so I really want to be grateful uh, for those changes that have occurred. And many of the listeners to Stark Integrity know that I've had a lot of personal changes in my life during this year. 
Uh, first off, a uh, very joyous event in my life. My youngest daughter, Lauren, uh, she was married in April uh, to a gentleman by the name of Jordan Klein. So my youngest daughter is now named Lauren Klein. So now all three of my daughters are married. And even though I had three daughters, I now have three wonderful sons uh, that I can enjoy and experience and uh, really grow with them. So it was really great experiencing that with my youngest daughter and with my family. And now, you know, the table, Thanksgiving table or the Christmas table grows even larger. But the other kind of major change in my life is moving to a new law firm. I was really excited, uh, an individual that I've known for 20 years uh, in the legal uh, compliance world, he and I started talking about a year ago about you know, my current position back then and you know, what I saw for the remaining part of my career. And one of the things we were talking about is you know, being with a firm that has a very large national presence in healthcare legal and healthcare compliance and has a lot of depth and breadth. And so in October of this year, I left my previous firm and happily and enthusiastically joined the law firm of Nelson Mullins. And I have to tell you, with the few weeks that I have been at Nelson Mullins, I have been extremely, extremely impressed. Uh, the depth and breadth of experience within this firm is pale to none uh, from, from my perspective. Where there are issues that have occurred that I would be able to call, and a, another fellow partner, another associate within the firm is a person who specializes in that area. And also the collaboration and the congeniality uh, within Nelson Mullins is just extremely good. And so I've been very, very happy. And, uh, you know, I, I remarked to some of my clients, I was going, I don't know why I didn't do this sooner. Well, in part, I've lived in South Bend, Indiana for about 30 years. And as Stark Integrity listeners know, I was general counsel for one of the hospitals in South Bend, St. Joe Regional Medical Center in South Bend. And so I became a fabric or part of the community. And so it was always a challenge in my mind to actually uproot and to relocate someplace. And so I have now relocated to Nashville. Uh, my home is in Franklin, Tennessee, uh, but I have an office downtown at the Nashville office of Nelson Mullins and just getting used to that change uh, professionally. Uh, like I said, I have great synergies uh, with the individuals, not only within this office, but also throughout the firm has been phenomenal. Uh, but some of the changes that I'm experiencing in South Bend, my drive uh, was not on an expressway, uh, and I would literally be from door to door within 15 minutes. And here in Nashville, because the traffic is a lot heavier, uh, the drive is a lot more challenging, I guess I would say. And uh, I can be from door to door in about 25 minutes if there's no traffic or 45 minutes if there is traffic. Parking is a lot more challenging uh, than South Bend. But on the good side of it, even when I'm recording this episode uh, in South Bend, they had eight inches of snow uh, in South Bend yesterday and today. And in Nashville, we're not having any snow. Uh, so it definitely is a slightly warmer climate. 
But uh, again, this this change that I've experienced by moving to this tier one ranked healthcare practice group in the national firm of Nelson Mullins is just allowing me to continue to do what I love to do, and that is healthcare law and healthcare compliance, and also to continue my national practice that I have around the country with you know, various hospitals and health systems and other providers. So this change that has occurred professionally for me has been good, very good. And I'm excited about to see what next year is going to bring and continue with the Stark Integrity podcast and connect not only with the people who I am interviewing with, but also bringing you know, fresh, new, exciting subjects that are impacting our industry and to provide insight on how to approach those issues and how to operationalize those issues because uh, it's you know a lot of lawyers can tell you what the law is uh, but it's another challenge in order to bring the law to life and when I mean by bring the law to, to life is making sure that people understand not only what the law means but also how do we practically implement what is necessary in order to, to comply with the law. And that's in part what Stark Integrity is all about, is trying to bring practicality to the, the legal and regulatory and statutory requirements that we're all facing in this industry. Whether you're a lawyer, compliance officer, executive, or physician, hopefully this podcast is helping you to understand and appreciate not only the complexities in this area, but also the practical aspects on how to deal with the complexities that we're all faced with in the healthcare industry. Now, as listeners may know, last year's holiday poem was modeled after Twas the Night Before Christmas. And the title of that poem that I rewrote was Twas the Night Before the Subpoena. Well, this year when I was thinking about it, one of my favorite Christmas songs was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer when I was growing up. In fact, I really liked the Rudolph Christmas special uh, that they have on, on TV. And so uh, I thought that this year's poem I can adapt to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And so I was trying to think of the name for Rudolph. And I could have used the name Rudolph, but I thought that it would be better to name the character in this poem Rudy. And the poem's going to be about a compliance officer, so it's Rudy the Seasoned Compliance Officer. And when I was doing some research just on names, uh, I, I researched the name Ru Rudolph uh, to see about the popularity of that name. And basically because of the song Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the name uh, Rudolph is really no longer used. Uh, so uh, when you take a look at the rankings of names, uh, popular names in the country, uh, Rudolph is not in the top 1,000. Uh, but Rudy is. Uh, Rudy actually ranks, and it sounds like I'm Casey Kasem here, but uh, the name Rudy ranks number 819 of most popular names in the United States. But a little bit of background regarding the name Rudy and its origin and meaning. The name Rudy is both a boy's name as well as a girl's name. Uh, I guess to be politically correct, I'm being gender neutral with this poem. Uh, but it's of a German origin, meaning famous wolf. 
Uh, but uh, Rudy has, has a bit of a style, style currency currently, uh, thanks to the fact that actor Jude Law used it for his son. His son was born in the year 2002, so this is 2022, so his son Rudy uh, is now 20 years old. And it also has been consistently in the top 1,000 for as long as the Social Security records have been tallied, as opposed to the parent name, as I indicated, Rudolph. And some people still remember Rudy as a young girl character on The Cosby Show and also appeared again on The Practice, where it was Judge Rudy Fox, who was a female judge in The Practice uh, television show. But you all may remember, and since I'm from South Bend, Indiana, for 30 years, I'll have to reference this. It's also the name of the lead character in the 1993 film Rudy, uh, which was after a real person who actually got his claim to fame during one football game at Notre Dame. So before I read Rudy, the seasoned compliance officer, just want to wish all of you a very happy and joyous holiday season and a prosperous new year. I look forward to having you continue to participate on Stark Integrity, not only the remaining part of this year, uh, but also next year. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this year's holiday poem titled, Rudy, the Seasoned Compliance Officer. Rudy, the seasoned compliance officer, had a very challenging role. And if you ever saw her, you'd know integrity is in her soul. All of the other executives used to dismiss her aims. They tried to prevent Rudy from coming to any planning games. Then with a complex physician scheme, the board came to say, Rudy, with your skill so right, won't you guide our arrangement airtight? Then all the executives loved her as a plan for success with glee. Rudy, the seasoned compliance officer, you are a compliance devotee. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Stark Integrity, the Stark Law and Compliance Podcast. If you have any questions regarding this episode, the Stark Law, or healthcare compliance, you can contact me at bobwadecaptainintegrity at gmail.com or my law firm email address at bob.wade at nelsonmullins.com. You can review this and any other episode of Stark Integrity at the Captain Integrity website at captainintegrity.com. You can also follow me on LinkedIn under Bob Wade. I hope the three Captain Integrity punch points will help you with the Stark Law and compliance. In closing, remember that integrity depends on you and me.